Hello, Dr. Tori Robeson here, chiropractic practice success consultant, where I teach you how to go farther than you ever thought you could. You're listening to the Cairo Success Podcast. I'm optimistic, positive, and excited about chiropractic, reaching people with my practice and building an exceptional life of productivity and prosperity and generosity while being filled with love, fitness, and fun. My purpose is to become a smarter, more powerful, capable, driven, and superior version of myself by ever increasing my awareness, knowledge, understanding, motivation, hands-on skill, communication skill, and mastery in the art of exceptional living. Every time we train, it's causing you to naturally attract more new and high-value patients, makes you more capable at motivating and persuading people. You are empowered to make smarter long-term decisions, and yes, you are energized physically, you are energized mentally, and you are energized financially. So great to be hanging out and training with you today. I have a whole list of topics here, and it's going to be a little procedural here. The first one's going to be, what is the purpose of a re-exam? What is the purpose of a re-exam in a chiropractor's office? Next is, what are the purpose for x-rays or what is the purpose for taking x-rays? What's the purpose of the exam itself? What's its real purpose? What's the purpose of the consultation? So what's the purpose of the consult? What's the purpose of the exam? What is the purpose of x-rays or are the purpose for x-rays? It's kind of a tricky one to figure out, isn't it? And what is the purpose for doing a re-exam? Now, it may seem pretty simple, but the purpose for all of these is many times different than what you think, because you have to think like a patient is thinking. What has to happen inside the patient's mind? What has to be satisfied in the patient's mind for them to want to say yes and follow you? The purpose of the consult is to get them to trust you. It's not to find out what's wrong. The purpose of the consult is to get their mind into a state and a position of trusting you, of believing you. The patient decides whether or not they're going to start care in the consult and in the exam. In fact, many people just decide whether they're going to start care the second you walk in the room. They're just going to look at how you're dressed, your hygiene, your presentation, your handshake, the tone on your face, the look in your eye, and they're going to make their decision right then. Everything else is a formality. That's why image is all. So that consult has to be done very properly. And again, it's everything the person sees and everything the person hears. So what they see in the office, the posters, the picture board, the colors, the cleanliness, what they see in the exam and x-ray room, the education, the validation, what they see when they see you. Remember now, what you are speaks so loud, people cannot hear what you are saying. 
So that must be good, because remember now, the majority of the communication is with what people see. And they form a judgment in a few seconds. So this cannot be left to chance. So what you wear is critical. Had a conversation with a young chiropractor today. Joining the group wants to grow. I look at the pictures on his website. I wouldn't go. Doesn't look like a pro. Looks like a guy who's tired, lazy. Doesn't care enough to look sharp and present themselves to me, the patient. We can fix it. We have the image down to a science. Exactly what shoes, exactly what socks, exactly what pants, exactly what tops to wear, exactly what to do for watches, exactly what to do for earrings, glasses, necklaces, bracelets, everything, male and female. And this is very scientific. From the work of a wardrobe engineer, John Malloy. New dress for success for men, new dress for success for women. Incredible research books on how what you wear controls what other people think of you. So the consult is a time to build trust with your image and your handshake and your listening and you are going to touch them for the very first time. And this is big, big, big. Remember now, people are afraid to come in. They're scared to come in. They don't know if you're going to be nice. They don't know if you're going to hurt them, especially if they're already in pain. I have a spot that's in pain and you're going to like be touching it. That, that, that already sounds like it's going to hurt more. So why would I call? And then, of course, we want to elicit a history from the patient, of course, through good paperwork. And then the questions we ask as we do the consult. Of course, we have the entire perfected script for this as we then move into the exam. Now, in between there, we're going to explain how chiropractic works. So it's consult, and then there's a segue to explain how chiropractic works, and then there's a segue to the exam, and then the segue into the x-ray language, and then the segue into the Insta report of awesomeness. The purpose of the exam, is it to find out where the problem is? Yes. For you. What's the purpose for them? Trust. You must strip the authority away from the patient. They come in knowing more about their problem than you do. How do you know more about their problem than they do? How do you take that away from them? Well, you have to do an examination so that then you will know more about their problem than they do when they walked in. Because they walk in knowing all about where it hurts, how much it hurts, da-da-da-da-da. You don't know anything. So you have to do an exam to strip the authority away to then get them to trust your opinion. If they still think they know more about what's going on than you because you didn't find it, identify it, classify it, name it, number it, write it down, address it, be prepared to take x-rays of it, do a report about it, adjust it, reevaluate it, and keep it under control for a lifetime. It is all about it. They come in knowing what it is. You have to figure out what it is more than they do, so then they will trust you when you make a recommendation on how to fix and pay for it. This is why 
Just like a dentist, we must examine each vertebra in the spine, right? It's like, I mean, isn't that what a chiropractor does? Sit down, let me check all the vertebra, mark the ones that need to be adjusted. This is not hard. Tori, what should I do for an exam? I don't know. Push on all the vertebra and mark down the ones that, that need to be worked on. You know, it's almost so easy, it confuses people. We could spend more time on that, but let's move on to this. Why does a chiropractor take x-rays? Do we find the problem that people have? Do we find the problem on x-rays? Not really. You can find problematic things or contributory anatomy and whatnot. The purpose of the chiropractic x-ray is to determine the overall condition of the spine, the position of the vertebra, and whether or not there's going to be anything that makes their case more complicated. I don't need an x-ray to work on somebody, unless there's really a reason, don't get me wrong, clinically. You must have good doctoring. But with an x-ray, the x-ray tells you if they've got a well-shaped spine and good pads and no DJD, well then... That's going to be a lot different than if the spine's buckled in four places and they got a bunch of rotted out discs. See, that's different. The x-ray reveals the true condition of the spine, and the condition of the spine reveals whether it's going to take longer to get any better or how much better they can even get. Is it true an x-ray can be bad enough that a person, hey, it's going to be very difficult for them to get better? There's not enough room for the nerves anymore because the foramen are choked down because the pads are worn down. It's very important that the patient never thinks you're taking an x-ray before and you're going to take an x-ray after. That's like a follow-up x-ray. Why would you do that? I don't get it. The person needs to get spinal adjustments to their entire life. The x-ray is going to tell you the position of the vertebra, their overall condition of the spine. Once you've got that, you're basically good for life unless there's been some, something dramatic or traumatic that's happened to the person. Oh, we want to see, we want to do post-x-rays and see the changes. What changes? Some little temporary changes you made? Your x-ray gets worse every year of your life. Period. Your teeth get worse every year of your life. Your hair gets worse every year of your life. Your skin gets worse every year of your life until you're gone. That's it. This is, this is not hard. So that it's a, the x-ray is a snapshot in time of the condition of the spine, the position of the vertebra. You can use that information for care and for communication. Of course, we're looking for all kinds of things we might see on an x-ray. Anomalies, cat bites, all that stuff. And then away we go. Now, as we cruise along, re-exam. What is the purpose of a re-exam? I'm making adjustments to their spine. Do I need to re-examine it? That's like me tightening lug nuts all the time and, and saying, oh, i got to test and see if any of the lug nuts are loose. Why would you need to test them if you're tightening them all the time? The purpose of the re-exam is to give the patient a chance to tell you if there's anything new going on that they haven't mentioned on office visits. So we have the little sheet that has the little guy on there, and you say, mark on here any areas where anything is bugging you, and you will be shocked how they'll have different things bothering them now than what they came in with. Many times a patient will quit care because they're coming in, 
You're addressing what they came in for. There's some new things. They figure, well, you know, he's working on me, so he should know what's wrong. And he, he, you know, he seems to be missing this shoulder problem I have. So I went to someone else for my shoulder. And the chiropractor finds out and says, well, why didn't you tell? I could have helped your shoulder. Well, you never asked about it. (laughs) So we have to check in with the patient periodically and have them mark on the guy, mark here, anything with an X where something's bugging you. And I can see it with the speed of sight. And I can address it and add it to their care plan. Because if you're adjusting and you're adjusting and you're adjusting and you're not asking them, because we don't want to be asking them verbally because that takes too long. So we do want to do it on paper, get it documented, get it in the file, but also to gather that information to stay on track so we're always on top of the main thing that's bothering them the most. Have them keep themselves under care, get the best results for a long period of time. So we have the consult where we develop trust and we realize that our image is everything, probably more important than what we're doing. Then, of course, the exam where we continue to build trust and we strip the authority by examining each vertebra and marking down the ones that are particularly in need of care. Of course, our ability to explain chiropractic using the spine model. We've got posters around us and any other of the recommended ammo, the anatomy sheets, the handouts that we recommend for all new people. Then, of course, we're going to take these x-rays, Bill, to see the position of the vertebra, but also the overall condition of the spine. The more wear and tear the spine has, it's kind of like rust and dents on a car, the more time in the body shop it's going to take. So if a person takes an x-ray and it's great, That's great. You don't have anything complicating your case. My care plan is going to be great. You see that? It's not the x-ray is good. You're good. It's the x-ray is good. So that means there's nothing to make your case more complicated. So my exam, my figuring out of the vertebra, my plan is going to be great. Nothing is going to make your case more complicated. Bill, we're taking these x-rays to see the position of the vertebra, the overall condition of the spine, and see if there's anything that might make your case more complicated. The good news is I understand the underlying cause of the problem. All right? As we get into report scripting, which is a topic for another day. And then, of course, the re-exam. Now, remember now, we have five people that come in. Car wreck, work injury, regular insurance, cash, Medicare. Then we do five different things. They're a new patient, they're a report, they're a regular office visit, they're a re-exam, they're a re-sign. Five people We do five different things, and we must realize from the patient's perspective what must happen. They must think we're nice. They must think that we're smart. They must be able to trust us through all that we're saying and doing and how we look and everything they see in the office, everything they see with the people around us. And then they can engage a plan, and they can refer everybody in and enjoy chiropractic care for a lifetime. So all procedures count. Now, Think about a musical artist. Let's take Elton John, for example. Most people would know who Elton John is or have at least heard of the legendary performer. He knows all the words to the songs, and he knows all the music because he's playing the piano with all the songs. Can you believe that? Some people just sing. He's got to play the piano and sing. And he knows all the words, and he knows all the notes, and he can play the piano simultaneously. 
So if he has a concert anywhere in the world, it's simply a matter of him showing up, having that incredible piano be tuned and in position, and he just walks out there and has fun. Shares. You, the chiropractor, have to have all of your stuff scripted and memorized. All of your lyrics, i.e. your scripts, must be memorized so you can then tailor them and focus them on each individual person that comes in. So when your procedures are sharp and memorized and all your scripting, 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 that's funny, is completely memorized, again, a long day, coaching, guiding, cracking the whip on people who are being lazy, congratulating those that are getting the job done, everything that coaching entails, as you might imagine. So when you have all the procedures down, then you can go in and just enjoy your practice days because you're prepared and ready for what's coming at you. One of our Navy SEAL friends, you always fall to the level of your training. You don't rise to the occasion. You fall to the level of your training. And that's certainly true for the chiropractor. So our training demands that we have all of our procedures memorized cold. Because if you don't have a memorized cold, you will be flustered, under pressure, with a very, very difficult patient or the spouse of a patient. So we have to have everything memorized cold so then we can be at our best in all the situations that will demand it. So you have to know what the scripting should be, i.e. like all the stuff we have. Then we have to get good at it. Then you have to look good while you're delivering it in an office that has all of the tools to give you maximum validity. See, lives are really at stake here. You realize that? All the people around you, the kids that are hurting, the kids who are just taking these medications that are just destroying them, all the people with headaches, all the people's, people who, whose low backs hurt, all the people with pain between their shoulder blades, all the people with organ problems and they have no idea that chiropractic could help, all the people with knee pain that lower back adjustments would help, all the people with shoulder pain, all the people who can't turn their head very far, make it difficult to drive or work or do anything else. All of these things are happening around you. It's ubiquitous. It's, it's enormous. It's like everybody has their stuff. Every car you see has people in it that need you. So we've got to let them know we're available. We've got to let them know we're there. We want to educate and we want to make them feel comfortable. And the procedures in our office, final point, really are our promotions. If our procedures are sharp and we are sharp, every single thing we do, will actually be promoting you, promoting chiropractic, and promoting your office. And when you have all of that in order, there is no doubt that more people will see you and they will want to stay under care forever. Tori out! If you're a chiropractor looking to dominate in practice and in life, learn more at winnersedgeconsulting.com. 